good 2023 to you? First up. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Oh, yeah. I feel like we're just podcasting all the time. Really? And I don't even remember what year it is. Oh, so many things happened in between the last time and this time. So many dead people. That's true. I saw a post along these lines. I'm aware of Barbara Walters. I'm aware of Pele. Pope. Oh, that's right. He didn't... eh. You know, he was interstitial pope. He didn't really was count. Was he a real pope? I feel like he wasn't a real pope. I've heard very bad things about him. Uncorroborated things. He was a Nazi. I thought he was a Nazi. That's right. I also think he was a pederast, perhaps. Oh. And this was part of his resignation. That or dementia. I think... It might have been a combination of both. It could have been a twofer. And they were a little scared of what he might say. Sort of a bias uh, situation. <laughs> but, you know... I mean, he, yeah, he was, he was, he was, he was a shuffler. He was one of the shuffler cardinals moving the people around. Yeah, he always scared me to death. Yeah, because he looked dead already. You know, I was too old to be scared of personalities on the TV. Okay. But I still looked at him and thought, wow, that's, something's wrong there. Well, following, you know, PJP, soft teddy bear man, you know, you're just like, ooh, that's the one. Oh, no. That's tough. Yeah, you know, I, I was having this conversation about Benedict the other night. And I was doing some amateur research about popes in the past. Uh-huh. There's been a fucking lot of popes, man. Yeah, Catholic Church is old. I didn't yeah. realize that. I thought that most popes were like uh, John Paul. No. Where they served for of a shorty, long time. A lot of shorty popes. Yeah. Yeah. You t- you're talking the ninth century. They had a pope like every year or two back then. Yeah, they were dying faster, People too. were just dying. You go to their Wikipedia page, it's like, you know, it's shorter than the Wikipedia page on a podcaster. Yeah, that sounds right. It's insane. There's like so little information about these people, yet there's stained glass windows of them everywhere. Yeah, because they were alive long enough to like commission stuff, but some of but them not, not long enough. That. But not alive long enough to you know be canceled. They or... had a long string of William Henry Harrisons, where there's just like <laughs> their the Wikipedia pages say basically nothing. It's just a picture of a stained glass window, and they're like, yeah, Pope uh, uh, Augustino the first or whatever it was Pope from this year to this year, and that's it. Pope Clandestino was yep. Pope in mm-hmm. uh, 2020 to 2021 when that shit was hot. Pope Clandestino was Pope in some poppers. <sighs> I did a lot of poppers this weekend. Um, <laughs> just for funsies. Like casually during wow. dinner. <laughs> what? Oh my God. Yeah, you're fun. getting you're getting into trouble now. Yeah. Well, you know. It's the end of the year. I said I could. Yeah, that's okay. I did drugs on New Year's Eve too. Oh, Jesus I Christ. did mushrooms. Oh, that's at like eight PM. That doesn't count. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't that crazy. Although it did make uh watching Andy Cohen and uh Anderson Cooper on CNN Do it fully sober. Quite amazing. You know, I think drugs they, aside, it was already amazing, but I oh. can't confirm that. Uh huh. Apparently it, they were they were sober and Kevin Hart was not having it because they interviewed him and he's like he dropped like some some sort of uh curse word live on air. I was like, let them get into the shit, man. And they didn't bleep it. They're like, oops. Oh, and boy. that's the feed from California. Well, I did some looking into this because, you know, especially Andy Cohen, but really both of them were making a lot of hay over the fact that they couldn't drink. Yeah. And I guess last year, Andy Cohen got a little turnt. He got he had so much cocaine on his face. He was definitely either on Molly or on Coke or both this time. Oh. Because they didn't say anything oh, about he had, that. Oh, he had weed gummies that he was popping. You could that. absolutely tell that every time the camera cut away and then came back, he had just done something. Oh. You know, his pupils were black. Yeah, he, he was popping edibles all night. It was nuts. But yeah, he was making a lot of hay about it. And it turns out last year, he got really fucked up and started talking a lot of shit about Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> 
He was like, these people behind us, if you're watching Ryan Seacrest, you're not watching anything. You know? Ooh. Basically just like, they're dog shit. Our show rules. It, it doesn't rule. I mean. Anderson Cooper, the, my favorite moment was after midnight. They're on for another half hour. Ugh. For some reason, they bring on Brian Cox from Succession. The elder Roy. Why? I don't know. He's drunk as hell. Oh, yeah. Because he's Scottish and it's after midnight. It's fucking, yeah, no. He, it's been midnight for so long where he's from. So he brings them a bottle of champagne that's clearly empty. That has like one sip left and he's like, oh. me and my wife, we were enjoying this. We thought you guys could drink now. And you know? it's empty. <laughs> and it's empty, but Andy Cohen can't handle it. So he's, he's like, like just chugging on he's that like, thing. Blah, blah, blah. He's getting every drop of backwash out of this bottle of champagne. So anyway... You know, they're they're doing their little shtick. I don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. And at a certain point, Brian Cox gets really serious for a second and starts talking about the women in Iran and how brave they are. Oh, boy. And, you know, Andy Cohen's, like, kind of rolling his eyes, like, this is no fun. And then Anderson Cooper's like, I learned a fun fact about this and goes on to describe gruesome public executions in Iran and how rather than hang you by the neck uh, so that your neck breaks, a standard hanging, they raise you from a crane so that you strangle slowly. This was Anderson Cooper's parting words to the American people on That's New why Year's you Eve. have to get him hammered. It was incredible. Ugh, I insane. couldn't believe what I was hearing. Ugh. I absolutely loved it. it I was, know, that it seems was, up your alley. It was fantastic. I, I, I really was hoping that people would like cut clips out of the exchanges and like post them. There's no. so many moments of it that were just... People are... Anyone watching that is also hammered, so won't remember anything anyway. That's true. You That's know. true. Um, I mean, I started my 2023 off earlier today by having to break into here. I left my keys <laughs> in a different jacket. Well, without giving away too much about our OPSEC here, luckily that's not too difficult. Well, it kind of is when a, a landlord doesn't know wh- which key is the right one for a door that you don't use. Well, why didn't you just open the other door? I'm trying not to say too much again because it's our oh, no, I couldn't, I operational could, I security. I couldn't bust here. it down. What are you talking about, dude? I've opened that door without a key, locked or not, well, I, 1,000 I, times. I, like, I pulled it so it clicked behind oh. me and I went, whoops. And then I went, oh, fuck. You can still get it open. Though. I, I was going to break the door. You don't even need to break it. You can just push on it. It'll get. It'll. Open. No, no, no. It did not. Um. So I MacGyvered my way in. We found we found the loose the loose key floating around. Pop that door. Oops, chain still on. But wait, it, I can MacGyver my way with my. But I don't have my little skinny twink arms anymore. Oh. So I was like, okay. So what's down on the ground? <gasps> oh, what's this? This is a paintbrush. Useless. Oh, this is a paint roller. It's got a hook. So I could hook. Oh. I could use the hook and then grapple my way to get the a certain piece of furniture that had my jacket on it down and then weasel it out this took about 45 minutes wow um wow so your habit of just leaving things where they don't belong finally paid it off. paid off in spades <laughs> oh i was like i left myself all the treats all all the clues were there and i found it found oh, my way back wow. i was like okay this is not the energy that i was looking for but here we are that might be a first for the Green and Lewis household. I don't think either of us has ever locked our keys in here. I can't remember ever having done that. Mm, no. I've definitely locked myself out of the building. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever locked myself out of here. Ye- Wouldn't one correlate to the other? I guess in a technical sense, yeah, that's true. But I'm not... Yeah, you're yeah. right. But I've just... Ne- you know, how often do you get caught in between? You right. usually make it all the way out the door. 
and like on your way to somewhere before you're like, oh fuck, I don't have all my stuff. Right. You know. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was a choice, and but and I was like, okay, well, normally I would say, well, I'll just go, you know, I'll run an errand and then go to the gym, and then that'll be about the time that you get home. Then I was like, I can't even do that because you don't have your car keys. No, no car keys. Yeah. But I could still go, you know, traipse around the city, whatever, do a thing. Sure. But the lock, the key to the, my gym lock to stash my shit was also on my full set of key rings. So I oh, bummer. So I, you know, what are you going to do? Work out with your puffer and a tote bag? I've done it. Yeah, you'd like the Hossets. They do that all the time. Yeah, I don't want to I don't wanna do that. <laughs> now that I've embraced, you know, locker life, I'm like, let's just do that. Um, so I don't have to be the tote bag bitch anymore. Well, good for you. Yeah, that's much more civilized. I mean, what do you do with your puffer and your tote bag? Just leave them on a bench somewhere? Keep an eye on them? No, I throw them in the lockers. I know that's what you normally do. But oh. if you didn't have a locker, or back in the day when you didn't use the lockers. Shove that shove that puffer in that tote bag. Oh, I see. And you just leave that sitting around and hope nobody takes it. You know, it. walk around with it. Oh, wow. You machine carry it to, from machine to machine? Mm-hmm. Like an elderly woman. Oh, geez, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, that's yeah. You don't too want to shameful. Be caught doing that. That sucks. Now I'm just the person who throws their, you know new iPhone on the ground next to the water bottle and hopes that it doesn't shatter. Really? Why do you do that? Because sometimes, you know... You don't, you don't have, like, the, the type of shorts or, like, a thing for your arm or whatever so you can have it on you? What if it falls out of the shorts and then gets trapped in a mechanism? Well, some shorts have zipper pockets. I don't have zipper uh, pockets. Some of them have, you know, custom-designed pockets that are, like, spandex tightness. I don't want it in the... I don't want it in the way. That keep it in there. That's true. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, just throw that on that rubberized floor. Oof, yeah. Wow. You're gonna get ringworm from your phone. Yeah, probably. On the side of your head. Ew. Yeah. Um <laughs> no one's wrestling on the floors with no, their just all dirty that assholes. Sweat. You think they're cleaning that well? No, not at all. I doubt it. Mm. Yeah. A New York gym floor. I can't imagine a dirtier thing. Mm. There's several. Hmm. Like? A New York subway floor. Yeah, I mean, I, at least they power wash that once a night. I don't think Planet Fitness Where? is going that far. At the train yard. No, they're not. Oh, sure they are. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Oh, I, I mean like the platform. Oh, that's probably, yeah. Yeah, no. That's no, high no, in no. the running for no, that's gross. pretty disgusting. Yeah. I don't know, but it's not an absorbent material like in the gym. It's just concrete, man. Mm. That shit's bacteria resistant. You can eat it off that. Sure is not. Absolutely <laughs> not. No, 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 no. Oh, gross. Oh, man, I bought myself a treat today. What'd you get? Did you notice anything different about me when I was cooking in the kitchen? No. No? I was sleep. I was trying to nap. Oh, okay. Failing miserably. Okay. I couldn't tell what anybody was oh, doing. Oh, AirPod Pros that you said? Because saw? I got the AirPod Pros. Yeah. Yes. Um, the jury's still out. I mean, I only got to try them out just then for about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like them quite a bit. What I caused mean, What caused the need to upgrade? Uh, listen, I've been thinking about this forever because... First of all, I'm on my third set of AirPods now, standard uh-huh. AirPods, and they just run their course after a while. When the battery starts lasting less than two hours, you got to figure something else out. And I'm at that point right now. How have you torn through three, and I'm still on the pair that I got in 2018? I think I use them a lot more than you do. Like, a lot more. I guess I don't have them in while I work. I don't always have them in while I work, but I often do. I mm. have them in constantly at the studio constantly on every commute everything everything you're in their car a lot when you're commuting you're not using them yeah Um, when i'm on my bike i have them on i mean 
for Christ's sake, I use those things at least eight hours a day most days. Oh, yeah, don't do that. No. It's crazy. It's too much. So they're running their course, right? Oh. And I've mm-hmm. been thinking about the pros for a while because of two things. One, the noise cancellation. I've mm-hmm. gotten really, really sick and tired, especially on the subway in the wintertime, of the loud subway sounds. Because you can't hear, you can blast it as high as you want. You yeah. can't hear shit. In in a yeah. on a subway platform when the train comes by or really on the subway like it's got to be all the way up which is bad and it's bad for you yeah and it just doesn't you know someone shouting or just the ambient noise of the train is enough to like really disturb I don't like missing segments of conversations especially when I'm l- listening to a podcast mm-hmm. if you miss thirty seconds sometimes you're like fuck I gotta fucking rewind you I don't just hit the that tappy tap back button well I do that but I don't like doing that okay and it's gotten to the point where I'm like I have graduated from the standard model I do not want the standard model again mm. it's not going to satisfy my needs the battery life is another huge thing. These have twice the battery life to start with. Do they have the squishy ear things that stay in place? They do. Ooh, that's a selling point. So, the battery life is huge for me, though, because I'm like, the last twice as long. Mm-hmm. So, they're worth twice the money, which they're essentially is what they yes. cost. Now, they have the squishy ear things, too. I Initially, I was very skeptical of the squishy ear things because I was mm-hmm. like, are these going to fit in my ears? I like the fit of the standard pods. They're great. Yeah. Right out of the box, the medium ones are the ones that come on there. They fit in my ears perfectly. They even have like a fit check audio test that you do when you set up the headphones. What? Yeah, they check the the phone the phone plays things in your ear so you can confirm it for yourself like whether you can hear ambient sounds. Oh. And it also uh you scan your ears and stuff so it's all custom. It lets you know That's so weird. if they're okay. a good fit for you. And right out of the box, they were a good fit for me. They're not going to come out. You shake your head around. Mm. Just the little gooey bits on the end of the headphones stop so much sound yeah. that it's incredible. I've never had in ear headphones like that. Maybe I did back in the like pre iPod MP3 player yeah. days. I feel like those used to come with them, but I haven't in many, 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 many years. So I have these uh, shitty ones that have the little gooey bits on the end, um, but like they're so tinny and shitty that like it's not even like. They don't do shit. And, you know, I was already satisfied, speaking of sound quality, with the standard sound quality of regular AirPods, but these are way better hmm. already. I hmm. put on a song, and it, it, I think it has mostly to do with the fact that they're blocking out other sounds. Yeah. But then you actually engage the noise cancellation, and holy shit, you can't fucking hear anything. How does that work, by the way? I guess the way it works on the AirPods as opposed to over-the-ear headphones is that it's actually playing sounds that are countering the decibels of the sounds it detects interesting so they're not audible to you but they cancel out the ambient sounds of the room which it's detecting oh so when i was in the kitchen for example i never even noticed the sound of the fridge Mm -hmm. until i put those in and turned that on gone oh wow they're banging around upstairs gone oh your voice gone Everything gone. Huh. The only things I could hear actively through it were things that I was doing myself. Like, if you're in contact with the sound, you can hear it. Huh. So, like, shaking the ice in the glass, I can hear it. But if you shake it and then you kind of set it on the table, very diminished, if if not oh. gone completely. So, it's like doing, like, vibrational kind of, like, cancellation? Well, I just think regardless of the type of cancellation, I think when, you know... Your hearing is also correlated to your touch and other senses. Mm-hmm. So it's just you can't cancel sounds that you're involved in. Fair. Exactly, because yeah. you're feeling it through your body, too. Right. Um, but, yeah, it's it's called active noise cancellation. It detects the louder things around you, and it turns them off. Hmm. And it works really well so far. 
The subway is the real litmus test. I oh, already yeah. told myself, because these are expensive. I was like, look, if they're not good enough on the subway, I will return them and invest in something else because that's the most important thing. That's kind of like your... I, so it's the biggest sticking point for me. I, it has to work there. Hmm. Airplanes, it's also going to be groundbreaking for. Can't wait for that. I, I, I feel embarrassed talking about this because like, you know, people have had noise-canceling headphones for a long time. Yeah. But I'm new to the game. Yeah. The other thing is... There's three modes on these things. So there's not just noise canceling and no noise canceling. There's noise canceling, off, and transparency, which is somewhere in between. Yeah. So you, when you turn on the transparency, you can dial into the amount you of can sound like you hear people hear. talking to you, but you still can't hear the ambient noise of the fridge. Oh. So like a lot of the background bo- noise is eliminated, but like a lot of the mid range noise that you might want is there i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a little 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 wrench in this thinking just because isn't kind of like the joy of life the weird ambient fuckery you know hearing people you know hearing snippets of odd conversation or like a weird like ooh, that's a huge bitch you know like that kind of stuff you know being shouted around sometimes Uh, it's fun no because when you have headphones on no oh when you don't have headphones on sure Everybody likes the spice of life and background noise. What I don't like is the Charlie Brown in the background of oh. everything I'm trying to hear Fair. when I'm out in public. Because mm-hmm. you can't make out really what people are saying. I mean, yeah. and even if you can, it's disruptive to what you're trying to do. Mm. You know? And like, it's just so fucking noisy here that I think this is going to help me a lot. And it's also good for your ear health. I have to keep that in mind because I'm telling Instead you. Instead of not just blasting the shit yeah, out of it. Yeah, you're just blasting yourself. Hi, that's me. All the time. Just blasting it all the time. So there's that. The The third thing that was very important to me that already I'm a little disappointed in, but it doesn't really matter because the old ones didn't have this functionality at all. The volume control is on the headphone itself. Oh, that's nice. So you can slide up and down to turn it up and down without having to touch your phone. You yeah. don't need to touch your phone now. For any, any of it. you can. It has so many functions, it takes a little getting used to, that you can do just by taps and slides on the on the pod that, you know, you still got your play pause, you still got your Siri, you got all the things that the regular AirPods have, but you can switch through the noise-canceling modes, you can turn the volume up and down, you know. It's great. But um. the volume one is taking a little getting used to. I feel like getting the touch exactly right for it to work seamlessly... Oh, is more difficult bumpy. than I expected, but maybe mm. I'll get used to it. And if I don't, it doesn't really matter because I had to use my phone for that before anyway. Right. So if I have to use that for that now, it's fine. Hmm. But I don't know. I'm very excited about it. And yeah, I just pulled the trigger on it today. Because I told you a while ago, I was like looking for deals because Cyber Monday had a great Where deal. did you go? I just went to B&H. I was like, fuck oh. it. I, they're the same price absolutely everywhere. I want to be able to pick it up right after work. And I know I, there's an Apple store on 59th and 5th. Why would I go to the Apple store? Oh, yeah, when ever I again? Get, yeah. yeah. No, fuck that. I'm not yeah. going to. No, 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 no. So I just went to B&H. I paid the same price you pay everywhere else. I picked and them they'll up. And uh, they might take your return. I don't know. They'll definitely take your return. Yeah. They might not give you all of it back. No, they'll give you it all back. What are you talking about? Well, like, every store, you can return things. It's fine. B&H, very, very particular. Not really, man. Hmm. I used to, I mean, when at all my jobs that I've ever worked... That you know had an AV focus. I had to go to B and H a bazillion times. I never oh, once yeah. had them turn me away for any reason. No, yeah, they don't care. That's true. <laughs> they're they're going through so much. It's like also like with them? Apple shit, they really don't care. It's mostly just the photo stuff that a four thousand dollar lens. They're probably going to give you a little pushback on, but mm. they might. But even that, it's like 
if you're returning that, that means there's a serious issue with it. And right. if you're spending that amount of money there, they probably want to keep you happy. Yeah. And I'm sh- I don't really know how this stuff works at businesses, but I would imagine that things that are legitimately defective, you just reach out to the distributor and you're like, you're like hey, hey, this is yep. broken. They, yep. they have a, you know, uh, what do they call it? Slippage? Lossage? There's like a term yeah. for this where it's just, it's, it's, it's factored just lost. into yeah. everybody's math. It's fine. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. I mean, if you do return them because you don't like the quality, can I just go with you and then i'll be like i heard you have some used uh airpod pros i would like to buy them please well here's the thing here's the thing about that if you want to take a real risk i did some internet research into this and it decided against it at the end of the day because these are an everyday item for me that's also part of why i'm willing to just buy them new spend the money get them fresh it wasn't refurbished amazon warehouse has this has airpod pro second generation for 179 which is $80 off. Yeah. But, I mean, that's before taxes and all that. It's more like $100 off. Yeah. But the thing that I read was you're really rolling the dice because what that is is just a return to an Amazon warehouse. Right. So it may appear unopened. It may look totally fine or just have cosmetic damage to the box, and you may get the actual product, and it may be a really good deal. However, it's a known scam that people buy real AirPods Put fake ones in there, right? Revacuum seal some plastic around it and send it back to Amazon and profit. Yeah, and then Amazon doesn't double check, Correct. so you're just getting what you're getting, and there's no going Ooh. back. Yeah, I would not. So I didn't want to take the chance on that. No. And I decided no, I'll just fucking buy them new. Mm-mm. If I get the, if I get, you know, typically they last me about two years. Mm. Mm-hmm. So if I get four years out of these, can you also do deal. the um, cordless charging on those two? Yeah, you can. Oh, that's nice. I don't have the cordless charger. You do. Yeah. But yeah, you can. It's great. Until mm-hmm. you forget them on the cordless charger and you're like, son of a bitch. But. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. That was my little Christmas treat to myself, you know? Oh. Because Christmas as an adult, you mostly just get like chintzy crap just to like do the gesture of uh-huh. giving everybody gifts and receiving gifts and stuff. Some are thoughtful. I'm not knocking everything, but it's like. This is what I actually want. This is like my this is like my little kid. I want the Nintendo sixty four. Per- right. Like yeah. this is what I actually wanted, so I gave it to myself. Yeah. And now, yeah. Here, now here we are. Huh. I also want a new drill, but I really missed the deal on Makita's. Why a Makita? I love Makita products. Insane. Just buy really a Dewalt. Do. No, like a I don't. Human. I don't like Dewalt. Dewalt is too heavy yes. and too chunky. Hmm. I don't know why everyone likes Dewalt. Battery life's really nice. The battery life's the same on all this fucking shit. As long as you're not getting a Ryobi or something. Oh, then just get a Ryobi. Listen, I get a charge out of a Ryobi, and I don't charge those shits for months. Well, yeah, if you're just using a drill for light duty stuff, like I would be doing it, it really makes no difference. You're yeah. never, you're never going to crush that battery. I mean, unless I, you're using that thing every day. I used a that that you know whatever Ryobi to saw off some limbs off of a that tree behind you. Mm-hmm. And it worked just fine. I was like, I don't remember when I charged this last. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll just get a Ryobi. I don't know. I just I just feel like I want an adult stroll. But you could get like 16 pieces in a Ryobi set for like $150. I know. But Do you, you want a jigsaw? You don't need all that stuff. Do you want a sawzall? If you want Do you want a work bitch? If you want all that stuff, you're better off spending five $600 and getting the DeWalt or the Makita set. Well. For sure. If you're going... Like, Trevor is a notorious tool collector for no real reason he doesn't really use them you know he just likes to show them to me when i come visit while he drills holes in the floor of his basement for no reason but 
you know, <laughs> if you're gonna be bad. if you're gonna be a tool collector, you might as well get the good shit. Oh. Nobody's showing off their Ryobi 16 piece set to visitors. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. Because no sane person shows off tools to visitors. Mm-hmm. I did one time find. I, I never found it again. I'm sure I could scour eBay for it. Makita did a uh, breast cancer awareness Ooh, line pink of pink Makita products, mm. and I really want that. eBay. Yeah, I'm sure, but I mean. Is it a Just on the item? limited edition alone, I'm sure it's expensive. Oh, but the other thing is, construction workers are like, I don't want to look gay. So there's probably not a lot of those. You out could there. also just get the lady tool sets. Remember lady tool sets? Really? No. The, uh, in the 90s, it was like, hi, are you a boss bitch? That wasn't a term yet. No, it was That's not. That's how I know you're lying. Like, are you a single white female in the suburbs and want to screw in your own picture frame? We've got the tool set for you. And it would have like, you know, wire cutters, a wrench, mm-hmm. maybe pliers, yeah. and, a, and a pink hammer with the tiniest little ball head. And you're like, this ain't going to do shit, but okay. <laughs> a little Ruger 22 or perhaps a 38 special. I don't know what any of those things mean. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. Um,. I've been entertained by a lot of the in and out lists people have been posting. Really? My favorite one was out not yucking other people's yum and in being devastating critique of anything anyone does with no no remorse. I'm like, yes. Hasn't that been in for like our entire lives? No. Like what is, what is somebody even presuming to do by putting that on a list well we've been going there's no people have been soft people have been going soft for a couple years ever no that's fucking definitely not true well ever since the existence of social media and twitter in particular it's been a non-stop like deluge of just dunking all the time well not i mean in real life and you know if someone comes up to you and tells you like they're into leather all of a sudden you go okay good for you yeah and now you can just be like Where'd you get this leather money? I don't know. I I don't I don't know why you're taking your cues from one of these lists in I this know. regard. I, I, was... I don't think that's nice. I like. Well, I'm just. I'm glad the tides are changing. That we're not being so like everything's everything's a okay. I'm like. Mm, well, I'm telling you, I'm, against, I'm against that. I don't like that. You no. should be. You should just be nice to other people and polite to them, regardless. At least upon at least on first blush, if they're a repeat offender, you can maybe lay into them a little bit. But oh. Hmm. I don't know. I don't like the idea that that there's there's dummies out there reading these lists that are like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm gonna be a bitch all fucking year. Shut not up. Not that. Not that. No, no, no. Yeah. It's not, it's not that. It's just like, some, say someone makes a choice, you go, mm-hmm. you sure? <laughs> you know, it's it's giving that kind of thing of like, mm, really? You know that? <laughs> yes, like, I do it, know uh, that. Like do a, you want to know why? <laughs> Hi, it's me. <laughs> because it's always been 2023 <laughs> to you, apparently. <laughs> In the words of Taylor Swift, hi, hello, it's me, I'm the problem, it's me, or whatever the fuck that song is. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, man. I just, I just want more people to be like, you know, the Seinfeldian. Really? Hmm. <laughs> you know. I don't know if I need that. I can't handle the self-consciousness. <sighs> if, if you're around me, don't do that to me. I won't, I'm not mm. going to like it. It's going to send me fuming. I do it anyway. It's fun. Um, fun for me. What other things were you looking at on lists? Um, that was the only one that really like stuck out. But it was just like, you know, out was like Barada. We're over this gooey cheese shit. Oh, interesting. And hmm. I said, yeah, you know what? It's just not as good. It's pretty good. But yeah, I could live without it. It doesn't, it, it doesn't, doesn't need to be on everything. 
Yeah, is it on everything? It's on a lot. Hmm. It was like the same way that like avocados were on everything and bacon was on everything. Like, you know, as a food uh, trend. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like burrata pizza. It's like, you're already eating fucking pizza. You don't you, need to make it wetter. You know what? Yeah, it is time for the cycle to move on to another thing. Yeah. It, it, instead of epic bacon, it was epic burrata, and now we're on to epic something else. That, yeah. That's fine. I think that's okay. That doesn't mean it'll disappear from the menu. It's just uh, going to be de-emphasized. Also, a lot of bad, uh, what's it called, like tartars hmm. were also as a no more, no more tartars. Because people hmm. don't do it well. Like, you know. No, that's true. I, I don't know how much I actually see that, though. Mm-hmm. If you dine at certain places, it's around. Hmm. Like on, you know, it's it's on menus and it's never done well. You want that like from like an old school place that's like we've been doing this since we invented the recipe. Yeah, right. You know, like a something you trust the people, right? Right. So that's all I got. Hmm. Nice. Well, we're about halfway through. Yeah. So <laughs> what you got on your resolution? I thought the year end I thought the year end lists might might be a little bit more than that. Did you did you see Jerry Gagosian posted a year end list? You know I didn't see that. Um I can't really remember what was on it. I do remember thinking it was stupid. But then she had like a public breakdown. It was really kind of like, you know, for her level of celebrity, like Kanye adjacent, Ooh. where it, it felt a little manic and spirally and v- incredibly defensive. Ooh, so hysteria is back and is in for 2023. I think absolutely that's in for 2023. <laughs> There's no question about it. Although, we, you know, Kanye kind of piped down. His saga seems to have really ended. He just lost all of his money. He's totally disgraced himself. I don't think, you know, maybe well, his comeback is down the line. But, uh, yeah, we're not hearing from him so much these days. Well, we have other other things are happening in the world. I know? think, you know, I just think his managers probably pulled him away finally and were like, you know, no more Nick Fuentes. Just, we're going to just go dark for a while. And maybe. Then, you know, we may return, but... But yeah, I think people having like public breakdowns, I think he kind of broke the ice and like made people realize that, you know, I guess I'm not breaking any new ground here. It's always been a known thing that if you do that, you'll get a lot of attention. And I think people are kind of on the edge anyway. Just the general like societal schizophrenia. Yeah. And, you know, niche micro celebrity Instagram like influencers will probably start doing that as well. Well, that's I, what I would imagine. I'm also like a big fan of the idea that like, you know, if you're having like a a moment no one needs to hear about it you know you know quiet like you know quiet dipsomania yeah yeah quiet brooding that's how it should be no one should know what you're going through no unless they ask you directly and then you have a one-on-one moment with them, maybe yeah like i you know i was told a serious thing by a friend like a m- couple months ago and i was like you didn't even tell me that she's like oh yeah hush hush i was like oh okay interesting okay wow yeah, no, it's good to cultivate mystique and have secrets. You, you do want that. Also, like, not everyone needs to know your business. Shit. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, saying calling it mystique makes it sound attractive, but it is an element of that. That, like, yeah, you don't, you know, you don't lead with your problems. Let's put it that way. Well, also, like, unless someone's giving you Patreon money, no one needs to hear about your bullshit. You know. Mm. Listen. Well, Pub- that's the public thing. freakouts come without monetization, and I shan't abide. You know, it's basic economics, man. That's where the incentives are aligned, though. Everybody's got a Patreon now, mm, so everyone feels like they want to air their dirty laundry constantly, mm. which is fine, but uh, not for me. That's not that's not what I want to do. Mm. He says into a microphone. I know. I'm like, <laughs> really? <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. I you know I only caught wind of the Jerry Gagosian thing because I was told about it. I did not really what, watch what, it. What was it? What happened? Did she do a live where she you know dropped a slur? Yes. Yeah, so apparently she was manically posting on her story, which I also didn't see. Like yeah. things that were um, sort of oddly personal and oddly critical. Because I feel like normally her sort of her sort of tightrope walk is that. She's critical of the collectors and the gallerists, right? But in like a tongue-in-cheek way that they can tolerate so that she stays in the good graces of people at art fairs. Right. But then she also wants like artistic credibility somehow. She like By being an associate director at a mid-level gallery? I don't even think she is anymore, though. I, no. I think she's panicking because I, I think that her Instagram influencer grift is her only... Oh, the only source, source of revenue or attention anymore. Oh, that's unfortunate. And I, I suspect, because again, I was just told about this live stream and some of the things that were said on it, and I couldn't even summarize it to you because it made so little sense third hand. Right. That, and I'm not that interested. I'm not going to sit care. there yeah. and watch this thing. So I, I suspect what's going on is that her influence is non-existent with artists. No shit. It's just nobody cares. Your, your funny Instagram memes are, you know... One out of ten is like, uh, okay, that's fine. And nine out of ten are like, it's obvious and no one, you know. People yeah. just like looking at memes. It's more like a thing yeah. to scroll past than it is to actually like. It's not engagement level and, shit. And calling yourself an artist is weird. Nobody is going to appreciate that. Or believe it. Yeah, or, or yeah. what are you talking about? You're not. And then, uh, and then on the other hand, I think that the collectors and the gallerists don't like having their dirty laundry aired and mm. getting poked fun at so much. I, I think they can probably tolerate that for a while. But I get the sense maybe it's gotten out of hand somehow. Well, also, I'm sure, like, the people that she was, you know, collegiate with are now people who actually have, like, stakes and actually, like, you know, have moved up their rank and file and are, like, you know, partner adjacent. Yeah, yeah. Because that's true of <clears throat> people that, you know, I know of in the world that are like, we don't, we don't make it, we don't make it to jokey jokies anymore. Yeah, I think people in a professional context at a high level are going to be um, necessarily icy, you know? And it's it has nothing to do with, like personal beefs although sometimes it might it just has mostly to do with you can't really reveal too much about anything because slip-ups have stakes like you said yeah so you just can't you don't you know the instagram personality is not a person you're going to talk to about anything significant no about like how much someone paid or what kind of discount you know and knowing how smug and bitchy rich people in the art world already are i mean i just don't think that taking a risk on being buddy-buddy with Jerry Gagosian is a thing they want to be doing. No, no, stupid, no. And, for example, one of the things I was told was that she was super pissed off that uh, a prominent gallerist, who I won't name, wink, wink. Rhymes with? Uh, Not going to even do that. But that uh, Jerry Gagosian approached this person, who's a billionaire, and asked them for a TV show because they have connections to people at CNN and these large media corporations because they sell the mart. And this person actually went through with it and tried to hook her up with these producers. However, the producers took one look at her and said, no, in her, you know, greasy disorganized, you know, self and said, no, there's no market for a TV show. Can you mouth this person over here? I will tell you on the after show. If you just if you just think about it for like two seconds and why I wouldn't want to say it. Oh, it would okay, be really yeah. obvious. Um, Attorney General uh, Kamala Harris. So then she goes on her live manic stream mm-hmm. and complains about this person by name that they did not succeed in getting her said TV show, even though it's her lack of talent that didn't Oops. get her the TV show. So things like oh, that. Oh, so we're 
burning the bridges of Madison County. Are going to it, yeah. not get you in the graces of the people you want to hang out with. Like, really, they're your only friends. Like, she's a socialite, essentially. What are you doing? Yeah, without money, though. I know. That's probably where the panic comes from. Uh, yeah. Is like, oh, shit. I used to get to hang out with rich people and get, like, most of their lifestyle for very little investment. And now I'm fucking it up. Yeah, when her and uh, the owner of Various Small Fires started to light up uh, Joshua Smith, like, over just, like, a perceived slight that he was, like, growing funny, like, I was like, oh, she's not anything worthwhile. No. And I'm going to venture a guess that even, she has something like 120,000 followers on Instagram, and the general rule is that of your audience, 1% to 2% of those people talked about this before are prepared to like pay for what you make Hmm. so podcasters go by this large media conglomerates everybody realizes this yeah that it's only one to two percent so what's one to two percent of 120k right that's uh 1200 people okay uh actually no that's 10 percent yeah it's 120 people Ooh. or wait a minute no i can't do math why don't it it's 1200 it's 1200 people 1200 people is one percent of her audience so Let's imagine for a second that around a thousand people are willing to subscribe to your Patreon for five dollars a month, right? That's only about five or six grand a month. You have to pay taxes on that. It's your only source of revenue. You're making less money than you or I makes in a year. Yeah, that's bad news right there. And then let's say you make a, a additional revenue. You know, I would say of that thousand people, you'll also have to cut that down to about ten that are willing to buy your T-shirts and shit. The audience gets only yeah. smaller for material yeah. goods too. So wait, how, what what impact does this have on her her podcast? Well, what I'm saying is her podcast isn't that successful. Well, not even one percent of her Instagram followership listens to that. So well. let alone would pay for things from it. So you got to imagine she's scraping together maybe fifty. Oh, she's grand doing her year. taxes at the end of the year. And maybe Instagram ship. pays you some money because you have over a hundred thousand followers, but it's mm. like thirty bucks a week or whatever. You know. Only if you do ads. Who knows? What I'm saying is she's not making enough money to make this sustainable on its own. Oh, right. Yeah, no. And you've given up doing everything else that you already were doing. And you're burning bridges now. So Oops. Big big trouble in Little Jerry. That's not the title of that. That's, <laughs> no, that's, I'm not. <clears throat> but yeah, I find it funny. I think the manic episodes, I think you're going to see more of that. Well, I didn't say manic. I said hysteria. Like people just mm-hmm. lashing out and in, into the ether. And I'm like, oh, why? Why is that? Like everyone's just gonna go back to the old way of like, ah, public meltdown. I'm like, like you know, like the Anna, uh, not Wintour, Anna. You remember? Like what was that Anna? I have no idea what trim you're spa about. baby. This is gibberish to me. <sighs> Anna, big. Blonde hair, big boobs, married the guy that died. Anna Nicole Smith. Yes. We're thank you. Yeah. I only know her as Trim Spa Baby. I've no clue okay, what that great. means. Yeah. <laughs> like that level of like meltdown. Like the the tragic nineties hysteria coming back with a fervor. Like yeah, yeah. classic TMZ style. Like without the like, you know, the sousant of, you know, racism of a Kanye, it'll just be, you know. Lindsay Lohan doing too much cocaine and parting with a knife. 
Yeah, maybe. Th- th- there will be a lot of that. I'm, I'm sure you're right. The thing is that Kanye has busted the Overton window wide open. And I th- but I think there's going to be a pullback to like, oh, no, 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 we don't want that. We don't want that from our people. That's true. You know, you the, know. the country in general has done kind of a reversion to the center politically. So yeah. it, it, not uh, due in no small part to things like Kanye and you know, Trump and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. People people will scale it back a little bit. The thing that's like really weird and uncanny to me, remember when we talked about Harry and Meghan? I can't remember if that was on an after show or not. Subscribe to the Patreon to find out. Or um, or listen to past episodes. We don't <laughs> we know. Don't know. Um, but we talked about Harry and Meghan, and the thing that's curious about it to me is like what she's doing in the case of that show is trying to manufacture this hysteria. Yeah. It doesn't have the same like... Um, There's no authenticity to ...verbose that. nature uh, of a Kanye or whatever. It's not like angry or something. Well, it is angry. It's pissed, but it's, it's passive not angry. aggressive yeah. though, and it's like, but it's contrived, and yeah. it's weird to watch the contrived ones. People only like it when it's authentic mental illness. People don't like it when you're trying to like. I think it's too sad when it. it's authentic mental illness. We need like, ooh, party too hard. Like you know, the spy Drew Barrymore is a thing in culture now like she was a party girl she did a lot of cocaine when she was nine and then whatever now it's like now she's got a talk show and is crying because it's raining and people are like we love her like you know we need to have that redemption arc you know you can't go so far you know off res that you're kanye because no one wants to see you back well, no, no uh, business manager or public relations person is going to touch that shit with is going to try and do that comeback arc. Even no. though, if they did and pulled it off, they would they would be an instant celebrity too, and it would be oh. one of the greatest like that magic per- that tricks person's of all a time. Billionaire forever, then for sure. Yeah. yeah, and I and you know what? That probably means that there are people trying and chomping at the bit to do that. He's just a little. That's tricky. You can't sedate him, yeah. you know, like Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton and to some extent Britney Spears until recently, they all like got medicated and like, w- like hosted the voice or whatever for a while. You know what I'm saying? Oh. There's always that element of it. You're never going to get Kanye sitting next to Simon Cowell and like telling people that their, you know, terrible vocal performance of Pagliacci w- was dope. That isn't going to happen. You know what I mean? I mean, here's the thing. Because life is 30 Rock now, yes, that actually could happen. <laughs> you know like, I don't, I, don't, I don't see why you find that, you know, so far afield. But, you know, back in the day, like, the Paris Hilton is a very good example of this because she was never... She, when you're that rich, even if you are on bad behavior, there's enough people going like, listen, get your shit together because otherwise you're out of the fucking well, okay? Yeah. But then you have Kathy Hilton doing the reverse thing now in public and going, you know, toothless and homeless or whatever the fuck, you know, like it's all role reversal. And now, you know, Paris Hilton's singing Stars Are Blind on Miley's New Year's Eve party. Yeah. You know what, though, too? Like the thing is, it's all about timing. On some level, this isn't controllable. Like Paris Hilton's also a good example of this. Because she was also like, hey, guys, how's it going? And then, hey, camera's rolling. No, what I mean is post 9-11, like early aughts uh, wealth gawking. Yeah. This sort of like end of history, like aren't rich people stupid, but we also aspire to it. On some level, that's still alive, but there's a different shift in mentality where people resent that a lot more now. Yeah. You could never wear the stop being poor shirt and have people think it was funny now. I thought the shirt actually said stop being not my birthday. Oh, maybe. And then it, it got did. like Photoshop. Photoshop yeah. to stop being poor. I still, whatever. I think the point still stands that like the type of thing that paris hilton was can't exist i mean think about nepo baby as a concept like did you read that by the way i did not okay i heard enough about it second and third hand that i was like i don't care about this 
I mean, it just is like a, a hit piece from Vulture of like, who don't we like of the Nepo babies? Yeah. And it's like, you know, the world is run by this. Like, lineage has been a thing since, you know, Medici's and previous, you know, like, royalty has done this, you know, like, this is just how the world works at a certain level of wealth, and especially in entertainment, like, this isn't, not new, nothing's new. No, 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 of course not. So, like, to be like, oh my god, they have stuff, it's like, no shit. Yeah, I, this isn't my idea. I'm aping this from Anna Katchian, but she said a thing that I think is exactly right, which is that it's nobody actually cares about people's wealth or nepotism. It's just that the quality of like the elites that are being produced is low, and that's, yeah, that's what people are actually mad about, not like the structural element of this, because there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. However, it's just that yeah, they, they're not making anything good. That, oh, they're so that's they're it. squandering every opportunity. Getting and, to and them. you know, we talk yeah. about this infinitely on this show about the art people. Because oh that's, shit! The, the, you know, yeah. we never called them nepo babies, but we've had a million conversations about nepotism and like declining standards, and that's all it's really about. It's like the nepotism only bothers me because what they make sucks. Like, you know, um, I'm trying to think. Like, so many old masters were, you know, the the fail sons of wealthy people. Yeah, and they didn't fail though. No, they didn't fail. Like, they we were like, have Ooh. A t- we have terms like fail son and nepo baby because our elites suck. Well, because they never, you know, they also like just if they were failing a class at NYU, daddy would just buy a new wing. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be like, like they never really, they never crash and burn like, like a Hilton child where you're like, you're just in public and fucking up all the time. You know, like there was no school of hard knocks for them because it's like, we just quietly went to NYU and then just stumbled into an audition and automatically got it because you know whatever pavo casting director was like we got to put him in it because then we got money and then this thing's fucking produced you know like there's other people strategizing on that end just to be like okay mamie gummer you want something cool whatever yeah 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 yeah. ben platt sure right no uh, like uh, it makes me think of like formula one for example very uh, billionaire sport, right? Like a, a wealth-adjacent thing and always has been. And a good portion of the drivers in that sport are either the sons of or have a close relationship with the owner of the team. And yeah. just everybody knows that's how it works. Oh, like that one guy who's like, my dad bought the team. I'm driving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lance Stroll. Like he's, sure. he's been in the sport for like six or seven years. By all accounts, he should have been out of it by now. Nobody lasts two or three years if you suck. Yeah. But he sucks and he just runs in the back of the field and everybody knows that's what it is and it's never going to change. Daddy's paying for all of it, and so like, it doesn't really matter. Nobody really complains about it. It's yeah. just like the, that's just how it goes. Like what else are you going to do? The, those race cars cost a quarter billion dollars to make. Like yeah. so that's who gets to do it. Yeah. It's not really like it's not a meritocracy yeah. and that's fine. It's okay. But if you're Lewis Hamilton and you're not from that background and you break out then great you can beat these people but like you actually have to be good at what you do well part of the resentment from my end and and like i think a lot of you know lowly proles end is that we're also not that talented because we're decadent too like living through the end of history and like the most abundant time the world has ever seen has definitely produced a bunch of soft people yeah all you can really do is be critical about it from a distance you can't you don't feel empowered to change your position and you don't feel talented enough to like fucking succeed you know well also like if you're the other thing is if you're in a room with people like if you're granted access to people who are very rich like does it behoove you to take them to task no no you're like i will just sit here and go oh my god that sweater is worth more than three months of my rent yeah fuck 
you know like it's that kind of you know that's well, another kind moment. of incentive play where like i don't know maybe it's just a romanticism but i do think uh, or at least i used to think that in the past like especially when it came to artists and bohemians and intellectuals people did expect a kind of like firebrand personality that was a little abrasive and you were kind of there to clown for them you know like larry poons like telling yeah. collectors they're full of shit or jasper johns when he's asked oh you must be a southern gentleman he says no ma'am i'm poor white trash you know like yeah you're supposed to read them to filth in a way that they think is like clever charming. and witty yeah. and charming and so you, they get to show you off to their friends Ooh, look he's covered in paint you know real artists amongst us i don't think even people like that anymore no. somehow i don't think rich people like have a tolerance because the cultural uh, well malice towards them is so high that any hint that you're not like fully with the program is threatening well so the, you're out of it the you know? other thing is it's also just like this is when it comes to other collecting it's just like oh this is my faggy gay painter friend oh this is my black video artist friend you know like it becomes oh, that sure. where yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like you know token token it's we're talking about tokenism you know like it's just like i brought this person with me aren't i daring and forward and people are like what i mean again i've said it a million times but that's what all the identity politics stuff is is moral and reputational laundering that's yeah that's, but that's as transparent as it could possibly be yeah but you can't like you know pokemon gym battle with people you essentially can. I mean, especially if they're like, if they're willing to go along with it. And it's like people that don't think um, very hard about any of these problems. Like, I was thinking about this a little bit today. Like, I think I think most people just have a kind of like mm, that sounds right kind of attitude as they grow into life. Like at a certain point, whether you're 17 or whether you're 27, it's, it's somewhere in that window, a, most people make a decision that like this is the morality I'm like sticking with because it mm -hmm. sounds pretty good. And they don't think about it any harder than that. Mm. So when like new trends come along that are like fostered by people that do think hard about it and have like an ideological bent that they're trying to promote, yeah, uh, people get caught up in these webs because they end up sticking with whatever they believed when they were in, at a formative age, right? And it it doesn't matter the implications of the new version as long as the new version squares with mm, sounds good, yeah. That's it. Hmm. And 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 you know like something like identity politics or tokenism is so insidious because it's using the like most charged um, political elements of like ideas existence uh, of existence yeah. to activate people's like pineal gland of and fight make or them flight go to yeah. reptile yeah. brain and i that's why i hate it because it's like yeah it's gonna work on people because if you're gonna you know if, if the accusation is you're a racist or you're a sexist or from the right-wing perspective you're a pedophile yeah. they all do the same shit it's all yeah. it's just these extreme things then yeah i know it's gonna work on people and then when incentives align that like hey you might make a million dollars if you just like go along with this sure eh, you're it's, not gonna make a million dollars though you know well if you're a black artist you might no if you're a woman you might mm, yeah mm. there's their their odds of success right now are You'll much make fifty thousand dollars most of them will make $50,000, but again, like, you know, for the ones that don't, you have a higher chance if you're in certain categories. Than uh, I don't know. Definitely. Mm. But the thing Until is... Until the winds change. The thing is, you know, I don't have any credibility saying that because no one will ever even study that because the implication that you would study that and come out with perhaps a result that was bias in favor of groups that people tokenize puts you at serious risk you can't even you can't even study reality anymore um because you might get an answer people don't like hmm. you know what i mean hmm. 
we don't have to go further into that because that's a slippery slope to yeah, darker I'm, things I'm, too. I'm like, like, I'm like almost like, mm, is this after show behavior? <laughs> but like, you know, you get what I'm saying though. It's, it's insidious not great. at yeah, a lot of levels. It, it warps people. It distorts the reality field. Well, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, is it any different from like, you know, the drag queen story hour is poisoning our children. It's like, no, it's not, mm, you know, it's still just, it is just like, it's about control, you know? And I was thinking about this today. I don't know why. I was just like, you know, 2023. This is the year of... Or no, 2022 was my year of control. I don't know what my 2023 is. Hmm. 2022 was your year of control? Can you explain that to me? You know, like the... The gym? Yeah, all sorts of things. Just like... Self-discipline. Well, self-discipline, boundary setting, Mm. doing what you want to do, saying, you know, if something... You know, it's the the alcoholic thing of like whatever you can change or whatever oh yeah god, god grant me the serenity to uh something to uh change the things you can accept the things i cannot change and uh wisdom to know the difference something like that yeah, yeah. whatever we were i was 55 percent of the way there yeah i don't know i was mostly more just thinking you know janet control just like someone cupping my you know uh anyway um but you know like you figure out things that like there's certain things that you can manipulate in your world, right? And you're, again, you're either choosing your own malignancy or complacency in something, or you're changing the conversation in the Don Draperian sense. It's like you're either choosing the degradation or the, you know, uh, not degradation, but like crumbling, same thing. Or you're like, eh, I don't want that anymore. Yeah. Either way, if you're like, I'm helpless, you're a bullshitter. That was a shower thought I had today. Explain that last part to me. What? If you feel helpless, you're a bullshitter? Yeah, because if you're like, I'm helpless to do... It's like, no, you can... not saying pull yourself up by your bootstraps, but like, there are certain things that you can change about your behavior if you feel like, oh, no, I'm stuck. It's like, you're not stuck. You're choosing patterns of behavior that are comfortable, and you're, you're choosing to stay in the same neutral position instead of going into reverse or drive. Right, yeah. I, it, it's very difficult from a position of neutrality to accept that you're doing anything active, though. Choosing new, You're inadvertently choosing neutral when you're like, no, there's outside forces, and I just can't. It's like, no, you, you can do whatever you want. That sounds very, like, rise and grind. But I'm like, you know, it's, there's some kernel of truth of, like, you know, if you're like, again, my ceiling's dripping. Yeah. You gonna do anything about it or not? Nah? You gonna accept that like things are falling apart, or you just go, well, I can get some paint and you know whatever you have to do. Talked about this in the last episode too, but like, yeah, very hung up on this idea of like you have control, even though the the world is kind of like designed to make you think that you don't. Uh, well, I think a lot of people would just call that personal responsibility. Again, like a lot of the things that we're orbiting do sound like bootstrapping, like frankly, yeah. sort of conservative ideas. But it's like this is part of the general like reversion to the mean that might be happening in the vibes, right? Like, mm. is that's not a wrong idea. Like, it does take a lot of things to get really out of control for you to realize, like, well, I guess if there's like a pandemic and like a bunch of riots, there's not really like, what am I going to do about that? So what what can I do in my local environment to make that more tolerable should it happen again, right? 
whatever yeah and and you know the, the the reason it sounds risky to even say something like that in america is what people hear is oh that means you're going to buy a gun and like defend yeah. your territory and it's like no but in a certain sense you can mentally buy a gun you can you know what i mean you can you can prepare yourself in ways that have nothing to do with other people to get it out of prepper that conversation to you, you know i think what i'm more thinking about is in terms of like you know you can have regrets or choose to actually live your life yeah, you can sure. regret choices or whatever or conditions, or you can work on them. Yeah, and the processing. Yeah, that's but not prep. You know. To, well, I, you know, I'm just extending the I'm just extending the metaphor in a sense that's like more familiar to me, like uh, or whatever or whatever I'm thinking about yeah. this year or whatever. Like, sure. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you. I think maybe you know maybe the reason I'm like avoidant about that sort of ironically is that I therapizing. No. I think everyone needs to cut that out. It's not about regrets. It's not about like your fucking emotional state. It's not. It's much more practical than that. Yeah. And like dwelling, you can do dwelling on your yeah. emotional state too much, like going deep into every problem that you have. Oh, like, no, useless. From no, the no, no. perspective of feelings is not the right frame to me. Feelings aren't facts. And I'm not like accusing you of that. I don't think you're that way personally, but just sometimes to like make things sound gentle and palatable, people will put it in in that in those yeah. terms but i think that's too soft i think that's more i think that's more um that's more useful as a cope and less useful as a strategy yes correct i mean like the real thing is like buck up buttercup get your shit together yeah. you know like can can one say that to themselves in any sort of honest way right or realize that in the moment of like me you know having that like like hmm, i can't do anything it's like no Make a decision. Don't be a little bitch. You know, this is my mental game. The self-awareness is the trickiest part. That's the only way out of neutrality, you know. And it's hard. And the, the other thing is, too, like, you can just totally choose to stay neutral on certain things. I think that's a forgotten yeah. third option. Right. But you have to like, be aware that you're doing it. You just have to be like, yeah, I'm sort of a piece of shit in this one way, and I don't want to change it. Yeah. And then, like, when and then when you're called out about it. Yeah. You you're like, no, it's a choice. You don't be a hypocrite. You're just like, yeah, I don't know. Like you're like I've examined it and I'm not changing that. You know, exactly. When I see a homeless person on the subway, I don't give them money and I tend to move. Like I just do that because it's I, I I realize that there's probably a morally better like solution to that problem. I don't care though. I don't carry cash. Like, I just yeah, I'm not no. gonna do it. I just don't care. I know that as a 35 year old man, I shouldn't eat Taco Bell, but will I do it once every two weeks? Yes. Yeah. Why? Fun. Yeah. Regrets later, whatever that you're gonna, whatever. Yeah, you can. I can think of so many examples of this. Like it just popped into my head. You know, I've had this conversation with you and others many times, and it's sort of not relatable to people. But I'm from a family of vegans, you know, for the most part. Oh yeah. And I do think that their ethic and the way that they live their life is like the right option. I do think what they're doing, everybody should do. Yeah. But I sit there and I go, I am actively not making that choice, and I simply do not care. No. Like, I, I'm much more interested in having a range of hedonistic experiences that's wider. Yeah. And that comes with uh, the, like, tragic existential suffering of so many beings. It's, like, incalculable. And that's a monstrous thing to do, but I just do or it. Or if you're going to do it, just be like, I did buy the grass-fed steak at Trader Joe's, whatever. I, no no it's still the, farting up the air but whatever that is exactly what you don't do like no. the well, thing that annoys me about m- like most people in 
culture is they try to find a way of alleviating their guilt through a virtue signaling gesture of consumption. Yeah, buying something. Just yeah. accept that you're not as good of a person. Yeah. You're not. And that's not fine in like the macro sense, yeah. but on an individual level, nobody's perfect. Also, what are you going to do? You got any other options? No. You've well, no, got very few options. No, I'm trying to use this as an example of intentionally staying in neutral or or worse, yeah. regressing, yeah. because you do have a choice. Your choice is, I know that this is wrong. I should do something about it. But I, w- what I never like is anytime I get into this, like, you know, ethics of uh, factory farming argument, there is no such thing from the pro end of doing this as a good argument. I've never heard one. And yet people will dig into it because they don't want to feel bad. I guess. And it's like, just feel bad about what you're doing. That's the point you're making, right? Yeah. Is like when, when you're doing something that isn't necessarily like the most advantageous thing for you or society, own it. Yeah. Stop being a fucking bitch and making like Ben Shapiro style counter arguments just because they make logical sense. Oh, they yeah, don't no, no. necessarily no. make moral sense. So no. forget it. Don't try to make the argument. Stay so neutral sh- and say, I don't know. I don't fucking care. I should order as much foie gras as possible. But yeah. Again, another that's like a regressive thing. But if you own it, you own it. You just have to. I mean, there's not? no way around it. That's why veal's delicious. Fight me. I don't know. You know. No, I. but nobody nothing would make ta- the- <laughs> Nothing tastes as good as baby cow oh, feels. <laughs> but again, like nobody would make the argument that it doesn't taste good. That's not the argument. Oh, I know it's bad. You know. Oh, I know it's not great. But you can so apply you can apply that though. to you can apply that to so many different things in life. Like what's 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 really worth spending energy on is what right. it comes down to. I, I just think as you age, like your stores of excess energy get lower Depleted. so exponentially quickly that you really have to start to ration if you want to keep um, keep Kicking. your head about you. Oh. Yeah, you can't always be kicking against the pricks. Sometimes you're just going to be like, I'll let you run ripshot over this one. Whatever. Yeah, and, and there's no point. Mm-hmm. You got to save that energy for times when you feel the need to press it hard because, it, you know, it's important to you or whatever. Sure. The vegan conversation is not that important to me, so I I just let myself lose at it. Yeah, that's fair. If, the, you know, if it was something I cared way more about, I would press into Go it. Go for yeah. it. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to, you know, Pull up that Dido track, wave that white flag. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that song's about. <laughs> Hold your hands up and surrender. Oh, yeah. You're going down with that ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Stan's coming, and he's he's not happy. He is not happy. <laughs> I don't know what happens in the stand. Does someone end up in the backseat of a car? Trunk uh, of a car? Well, yeah. A pregnant girlfriend ends up in the trunk of a car that's subsequently <sighs> okay. driven off a bridge. Oh. Huh. Yeah. That's also a plot point in Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. <laughs> really? What the fuck are you talking about? Well, no, about? not a pregnant girlfriend in the back, but someone is launched off of a bridge and, you know, Cameron Diaz comes out unscathed. So that's all that matters. Hmm. I don't know if I would describe that as a plot point so much as just an action set piece in that piece of schlock. But It makes me intrigued <laughs> to want to watch the rest of the film. So so you've only seen that one scene? You know I'd like to watch movies in clip form. Oh, geez. Okay. Why were you doing that? <laughs> Okay. Christmas Day was rough. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, t- take psychological <laughs> advice from this guy. <laughs> the canon of 
five sec- while you five minute all movie clips with your families around the hearth enjoying some quality time will was watching 35 second clips of charlie's angels full throttle and venom one. Oh jesus christ <laughs> i don't know what I, I don't know what happens in these movies at all oh boy oh. okay bye-bye bye bye